that stiff arm that he threw on Josh Norman, I don't know if it ended his career. <laughs> um, I just know that we haven't seen him since. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's out there. We see him, but we, we don't hear him speak. Josh Norman's what, 6'1"? Six, six I don't know. Probably 2'10". Yeah, he did something to him. And I there mean, was a guy last year. Put him in that, the corner. That, that epic 99-yard run. Oh, my gosh. He stepped on some dudes in Jacksonville. I think Josh Norman got more hang time. Yeah. I, I think he got a better score from the <laughs> yeah. Russian judge yeah. on that one. So he could have won a long jump competition. I really <laughs> it was yeah. unbelievable. Coming to you live from the Southfleet Studios in beautiful Hillsborough, North Carolina. I'm your host, Clint Clintonian Webb. I am joined by Mr. Merrill, the Commish Holloway, and Mr. Dominic, the Dom Botticella. And also on the ones and twos, our boy Dre. And this is the Joe Schmo Sports Show. We're just regular guys that know just enough about sports to have this show. So now that's out of the way. What's going on, fellas? How are you? Man, pretty good, man. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah, same to you, fellas. 2021 is here. Yeah. Dumb. Good. Yeah, I'm definitely over 2020. Glad yeah. 2021's <laughs> here. We're ready for week 17 of football and oh, yeah. Yeah, ready to get into the playoffs, man. Yeah, so. your boys have, you don't really have a big game today. You've already clinched, but you can clinch number one. No, you, we can clinch the number two seed in the AFC by beating Miami, knock okay. them out of the playoffs, hopefully. I always like a good opportunity to secure the seed and knock Miami out anytime I can. Yeah, That's no. an old 90s rivalry right there. Crushing people's dreams. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> Mr. Dre, how's things with you, sir? Well, everything's going good with me, man. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, we had a rough night last night, uh, Sands, yeah. here in, uh, in this area. But today, we are not here to talk about college football or local sports. We are here to talk fantasy football. So we have a couple experts in the room. Mr. Merrill Holloway, as I already said, he mm-hmm. is has been a friend of mine for two decades and some change. And he has been my fantasy football commissioner for I just wrapped up our 18th year and so he's the man behind the curtain when it comes to the fantasy football and so we have the commission's uh, view on things today and uh, Mr. Dom over here is the analytical wizard of the group has a very methodical way which with in which he drafts his teams fair warning he did not play fantasy football this year so he is coming from a complete unbiased perspective today okay so what we are going to do today, fellas, as I said before we started this show, we can start anywhere. We can go anywhere you want to, direction-wise, when it comes to this show. But let's start off with some fantasy studs. All right. Let's start with quarterback. quarterback. All right. So quarterback. So the first overall quarterback that was drafted was obviously Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Okay? And he did not disappoint this year, although... He did not finish the QB1 overall. So any guesses on who finished QB1? Oh, I got a guess. I know. <laughs> Merrill? Aaron Rodgers? Nope. <laughs> Mr. Dom? Oh. My boy Blue over oh, here. Okay. Yeah. Josh Allen? Nope. All right. Well, maybe in your league, man, but in no. the standard league. Uh, oh, so you're talking standard league I'm talking here? the four, four points per oh, passing touchdown. Oh, yeah, we're, no, we're not talking yeah. ESPN. Sorry, I'm talking Yahoo because that's where all of our leagues are. Okay. <laughs> so I guess I should have clarified that. Sorry. Who um, first Kyler right? Murray. Really? Yeah. So we're wow. finished with uh, 518 and a half points. 
Wow. Okay. 26, 26 touchdowns, 12 picks, so not of, great. He had a bunch of touchdowns, right? 3,884 yards in the air. Yeah. And he had 816 rushing yards, and as Dom just said, 11 rushing touchdowns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So overall, and that had to be, you had an extra 80 points right there just on the rushing yards, or 81 just on the rushing yards and standard scoring. 10 points per, or one point per 10 yards, one, uh, six points per passing touchdown, six points per receiving touchdown, yeah. and uh, one point PPR leagues is what we're talking about here, guys. Yeah. So let, let me ask you a question. How In the Yahoo scoring league, uh, or the Yahoo scoring system mm-hmm. that you're using, that's six points per passing touchdown, and what? How many points per passing yard? One point for every twenty-five yards passing. So, how does Kyler Murray finish ahead of Josh Allen when Josh Allen has him by what eight passing touchdowns and five hundred yards passing, and he's only losing forty yards on rushing touchdowns and total non-passing touchdowns? He's only down by three because he has a receiving touchdown as mm-hmm. well. I have Josh Allen at 418 yards rushing and eight rushing touchdowns. That's correct. Okay. And I have him at 4320 for passing yards. Yep. 34 and nine is what I have written down here. In the Yahoo scoring in the app, Mm -hmm. it's Kyler Murray, Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Mm -hmm. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and Mr. Unlimited himself, Russell Wilson. Interesting. That is the top five in scoring. Oh, you know what it may be. But that's the there, there may be some. There may be some bonuses in there. Oh, there's definitely bonuses for. for forty yeah. point play, yeah. forty yard plays, plays stuff like, like that. This is plays. pretty standard mm-hmm. scoring stuff for right. Yahoo. Okay, the difference between Allen and Murray in standards. What we have here, we have five hundred eighteen point four six for Murray, okay. five hundred and ten point eight zero for Patrick, five ten point four five for Josh Allen. Okay. So Josh Allen is only down by eight points total. Now, there are some fantasy leagues that are still going right now. Mm-hmm. And so Josh Allen could very well sneak into that number one spot. He's not playing much today. But he, exactly. So <laughs> unless, so what, what they were saying is Miami needs to lose today. Is that what you were saying, Dom? Or you're playing Miami. So Buffalo and Miami are playing. Okay. If Miami wins, I think. They're in the playoffs. Okay. If yep. Buffalo wins, Buffalo secures the number two overall seed, okay. and Miami's out. Okay. Buffalo secures the number two seed if they win or if Steelers, Pittsburgh right. loses. So right. if so if the Steelers, because you, you know Big Ben's not playing. Yeah. So Mason Rudolph is yeah. starting at the quarterback <laughs> position for Pittsburgh. That's a concession there. Right. right. Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. So if you if if Josh Allen, let's say as a Bills fan, if Josh Allen was playing in the first half. You look up because you start the same time that Pittsburgh starts. If you mm-hmm. look up and see that Pittsburgh's down by three touchdowns at halftime, do you pull Josh Allen? Probably, even if you're losing or it's close. Yeah, because I, no matter what, you put you let, wrap up that number two seed with a win or a Steelers loss. Because they're trying to avoid playing Kansas City. I would as, hope so. as early as they can. Yeah, so. sure. Well, I mean, they, you would avoid that if you're the number two or the number or the three, three. seed. That's anyway, true. but they're trying not to go to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. They're trying mm-hmm. to have Pittsburgh come. To Buffalo mm-hmm. in gotcha. January, mm-hmm. and gotcha. you know, 
the the weather's going to be a little bit different in Buffalo, but so is the environment because yeah. Buffalo now you know, sixty five hundred fans can come to the game sure. too. So there's going to be a little bit of a table smash and mustard corn and all that <laughs> yeah. other stuff that those crazy people up there do. I really yeah. want to go to a tailgate up there, man. I, I've never been. It's on the list. <laughs> you want to die? Yes, <laughs> I love going in to stadiums that I have no stake in, man, and just like having a good time because you got to just get wrapped up in the atmosphere Mm -hmm. and the culture of everything am i saying that i would jump off of a the top of a truck onto a table I can't promise I won't, nope. but it's not in the plans. But you, but, you <laughs> might, but you might eat one or two chicken wings, is what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> one, or, one or two dozen, mm-hmm. yeah. and along with one or two dozen paps, probably. Pap. <laughs> Look, you got to get a Labatt's or a Molson hey, up there. The I'm good with the Labatt's. I love me some Labatt's. Since you didn't play fantasy football and Dre didn't play fantasy football this year, yeah. Merrill, did you have any of these, any of these top five? I did. I actually had Allen okay. in two leagues. I had Rogers in the league. I had Kyler Murray in Hoofnagel, okay. a league that we are we've talked a lot, spent a lot of time, and it was helpful to have Murray this year because I also had Christian McCaffrey as a keeper. Oh, so we'll get to I that. needed those extra things. So it looks like to me, to like your original question, Clint, is we're talking about studs, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like there's and correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys add more. There's four or five guys in like that top tier. Oh yeah, Allen's definitely there. Definitely, Rogers, 100%. unbelievable. People drafted, people slept on him this year. Correct, picked him up. I think about Kiasha who picked him up like the ninth round, yeah. or tenth round, something like that. Yeah, Murray, Mahomes. Anybody else belong in that place? I mean, you can throw Watson, who finished sixth. You can throw him in the mix. Is Jackson still? Is Lamar Jackson still in that top tier? This is what I want. I wanted to talk about that. We actually will when it comes to fantasy duds. And I don't really know if I want to. I don't think so. But we can talk about it. There's an argument to be made. Because he was overdrafted. Well, he was over. No, so a a, a dud just in the essence of where he was drafted as he was the number two, more than likely the second quarterback taken. So overall, and I'm talking across the analytics for all leagues for 2020, Lamar was drafted at the top of the third round. Yeah. So right. you're looking at the 37th overall pick. Yeah. Correct. And Holmes was taken, well, not that. Well, <laughs> no, of course not. But Lamar finished as he would be a third round pick. He finished the 28th overall, mm-hmm. according to value player in the NFL. And I'm talking about points versus replacement. Now, I'll, I'll get into that in when we talk about how I draft my fantasy football teams, but yeah. he would have been a third round pick if you drafted based upon how the how fantasy points finished off this season. If you look and normally that doesn't happen with quarterbacks. Normally quarterbacks don't even fall into the top 10 when it comes to value, but mm-hmm. you had four this year surprisingly in the top 10 and this is based upon Four points per passing touchdown leagues. You had Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers. Now, Rodgers was being drafted, I believe, in the third round overall. Josh Allen was being drafted in the middle of the second round. Wow. Uh, and and the reason he was being drafted in the middle of the second round is because of his rushing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. And even this year, even though he his rushing, his overall rushing guards have come down dramatically, he's still 
accounting for nine additional non-passing touchdowns. He's being a better game manager. There's that, but he's also rushed for eight touchdowns. That's six points per. He caught one. And then, of course, his completion yards. Let's Uh, not overlook why that's a... Come on. Speaking of studs. Right. So we'll get to wide receivers (laughs) in a few minutes, but he has a better supporting cast, and no no doubt. And that goes all the way down to Cole Beasley. And he's throwing the ball to his teammates this this year. Right, right. So... Dominic and I have actually talked about this before at his house. He is, Josh Allen is, actually, I think we talked about this on the phone the other day. I think he's number one in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken, number one in the NFL in completion percentage outside outside the pocket. If I'm not so, mistaken. so there's completion wow. percentage outside the pocket. He's number one in yards and completion percentage mm-hmm. outside the numbers. Okay. Okay. That's the other thing, yeah. right? Okay. You can throw a 20-yard pass down the seam, mm-hmm. and, and almost any competent NFL quarterback can do that. But can you throw it 20 yards down the field right. and 45 yards to the sideline? To a right. spot. To a spot, right? Oh, he's, exactly. He's, he's a stud. Nobody mm-hmm. can do, and, and who else can do that? Patrick Mahomes can mm-hmm. do it, but who can do who who else can do it consistently in the wind whipping off of the Great Lakes. Right. Oh, yeah, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. Right. That right. doesn't happen. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, I completely agree with you. Jo- Josh Allen, He w- I wish he was on my team, but I had, I was well, the you one. Gotta, you, you don't have too bad a quarterback situation no, I had, in Texas. <laughs> I, had the, I had Deshaun Watson on my two teams that I've played this year, and he didn't disappoint me. Even when Will Fuller went out to do three for 300 and some odd oh, yards, yeah. and because he had some questionable supporting cast except for david johnson who was super duper solid all year brandon cooks who was a bit of a bit of a i don't know if i can call him a disappointment but i expected more for what we gave away so that's a whole nother show yeah we can't talk about i don't want to talk about billups that's something that we don't need to do but i want to say (laughs) russell wilson he was the qb1 after six weeks oh yeah, and it wasn't even close it wasn't even close. What happened? There? This dude had 24 touchdowns or 25 touchdowns after week five. And so, or no, after week six, he yeah. had three five touchdown games in the first five weeks of the year. Oh, he was killing it. And that also speaks to some of the duds that we'll get to later. One of his receivers, who will be named later, was on my team, was the number six overall wide receiver for a good portion of the year and then was the number 48 for the rest of the year. Mm. But then you had DK Metcalf who is also a stud, and we'll talk about him in a few minutes. Yeah. All right, But I don't know what happened to Russ. I think that he started playing quality defenses a little See, bit See, and that's the <laughs> yeah. thing. So yeah. you know that Russ, Russell Wilson was the worst quarterback against pressure in the NFL this year. Mm. The worst. And you're talking about... Worse than old man Brady? You're talking about... <laughs> You got to give Brady some credit, Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, so sucks. there's no way to explain it because what they were saying is like he should have torched the Washington defense just because of who Russell Wilson is. Now Washington has a good defense this year, yeah, front so their, their defensive line is it, legit. That oh is why God. he had a problem. Chase Young because oh, good, the the predator. You can't get away from pass cool. rush, and apparently their offensive line isn't good enough to withstand that kind of pressure. Because I don't Terrible. remember like he was the goat. For the first six weeks, guys. Oh, I thought he was going to throw for Traded him. Yeah. I was traded for him. Yeah. The, the I think part of what happened is defenses got wise to the fact that mm-hmm. oh, you know, they don't have much of an offensive line and they're not running the football. Mm-hmm. We're just going to line up yeah. and, you know, pin our ears back. We don't have to worry about filling gaps. Right. We just need to rush this guy. Yeah. And their defense wasn't good enough 
to stop anybody consistently. It hasn't been for and years, right? So all you have to do, yes, yeah, since Sherman left, and mm-hmm. they got rid of Earl and all those other folks. Yeah. So it all, it all fell apart a few years ago when they yeah. decided to throw the ball instead of run the ball. Yeah, well, Chris, and Chris Carson's a very viable option. It's not like they don't have yeah. the opportunity to run the ball. Yep. But That's all funny. right, so then we got Mr. Aaron Rodgers, who year after year after year does nothing but put up numbers. And he puts up numbers, and he puts up numbers in frigid temperatures and in all kinds of weather conditions. So as you were just saying about Josh Allen, Spins that ball, man. who has some ridiculous weather to deal with on a consistent basis, Aaron Rodgers says the same thing. He doesn't have the wind, I think, necessarily, that they have in Buffalo coming off that lake. Uh, there's another lake there. Yeah, <laughs> some wind there. But yeah. I'm going to sit here and tell you, yeah. they both of them are in this top five because of they both have a very legit, dominant, Number one wide receiver. Okay. And so Aaron Rodgers is historical for passing for 18 for 22 for 225 yards and four <laughs> touchdowns. And this dude doesn't right. need to pass for 300 yards to be a fantasy viable option. So, Merrill, since you were the beneficiary out of a lot of those touchdowns, I don't know if you ever sat him this year. I can't imagine. I, I did. I actually had Allen and Rodgers oh, on our lucky, so well, another shit. league, lucky 13, <laughs> because nobody liked Rodgers. I got okay. him late. So, so I switched them out when the matchup made sense. Okay, and I, so and I rarely screwed up. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you pull out your phone? Yeah. Can you tell me if there was any week that you ever did not make the right decision? Because that is such an agonizing decision. So it's it's not the same thing. So don't think I'm saying that. Mm-hmm. But during the playoff, the first two weeks of the fantasy playoffs, I was like, do I start Deshaun Watson or Kirk Cousins? Only because of the matchup. So Deshaun Watson had Chicago and Kirk Cousins had Detroit. But how? But it's one of those things, and we talked about this, Merrill, mm-hmm. on that day. Mm-hmm. Could I be okay with losing with Deshaun Watson on my bench if I could have won? Yeah. And I couldn't. I don't think you can. But am I okay with losing with Kirk Cousins on my bench having more points than Watson? And the answer is yes. Yeah. Because Watson is what got me there. I don't think it ever – I'm sitting here looking at my phone. I don't think – there are weeks where – Allen outplayed Rodgers. Well, Rogers they're three and four but, in the fantasy rankings. But my team was so nice. Like it, it there's a, well one week. Did you did week you play? two? Week two, I played Rodgers instead of Allen. Yeah, and he had four touchdowns. Who Allen or Rodgers? Uh, Josh Allen had four hundred and fifteen pass yards, four Ooh. touchdowns. He just killed it. Had almost fifty fantasy points. You didn't there. lose a? No, I didn't lose. Okay, that, well that that's all that really matters. I scored two hundred and fifteen points. <laughs> <laughs> because I had McCaff- McCaffrey actually played. Yeah. yeah I had we'll Mostert. I had Kelsey. I had Diggs. <laughs> I had D-Hop. I had uh, DJ Moore, who had only had four good games all year, but that was one of them. Dominic, this is a 10-team league that he's talking about. So, with nasty, so. Yeah, that team was ridiculous, man. Yeah. I don't know how you well, every, didn't win. Everybody didn't everybody win. must have had a nasty team in a 10-team league. There's there some four, terrible. There were, there were like four good teams. Yeah. Like, and then four eight, mediocre eight teams. teams made the playoffs. In this yeah, season. four mediocre teams and two really bad teams. Well, yeah. if, you, if you look at week two, Rodgers didn't have a bad it game. terrible. No, I mean, they sure won didn't. 42 to 21 well, in Detroit. So, well, it's, uh, I mean, it's Detroit. They just didn't need him. They ran the ball. He passed for 240 yards, two touchdowns, not... interceptions in that game. He had a 107.6 quarterback rating, which is one of his lowest of the year, but yeah. they still scored 42 points. Is that when Aaron Detroit. Jones went for 184 or something like that? I, I, don't, I don't remember. Because there. I think that. I, I will say, I, I did want to ask, did you play Rodgers or Allen in week six, and how did that turn out for you? Let's see, week six, 
I played Allen instead. Oh, that was it was yeah, it was yeah. lucky because that was Roger hands down Roger's worst game of the year. You're talking about 160 yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns, quarterback rating of 35.4. Right, uh, that's crazy. All right, so I got lucky that week because I played one of the poorer teams, and mm-hmm. uh, and the Chicago defense was playing really well at that time. And they beat the Panthers, and I have Travis Kelsey, so that makes up for a lot. <laughs> how do you get? How do you have Rogers? And Allen and Kelsey. The stock stock on Rodgers was way down going to a lot of drafts. So people weren't drafting him. So he basically was a backup because nobody wanted him. Everybody's so focused on these top-tier guys. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Lamar Jackson. Jackson, Blah, blah, blah. People really were in. There was all the stuff in the offseason about we drafted Jordan Love and we're going to make time for him and blah, blah, blah. I mean, Rodgers was still being drafted in the fifth round. In our league, it wasn't. Because with only 10 teams, people felt like, I'll just go somewhere else. And then Mm -hmm. I was able to get him as a backup. It's crazy. So in that game that Rodgers did not have his best game but had a really good game that you were just talking about? Week two, yeah. Aaron Jones had 18 rushes for 168 and two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Yep. He had eight targets, four catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown. So he had 52.2 fantasy points. And that is a week yep. that I lost. Okay. So with t- so anyway. All right, let's see. Patrick Mahomes. We'll say we'll save the usual best for last. Okay. So guys, I don't know what can be said about this kid that hasn't already been said. His commercials are great. I'll say that. I love those uh State Farm commercials. Those yeah. uh, they they make me laugh and he's uh, he's good in front of the camera. This kid is just so charismatic. He carries himself so well and the stuff that he does on the field, the way that he's able to read the football field and the way he's able to direct his receivers is it's pretty pretty impressive because he doesn't have to do much with Tyreek Hill. He doesn't have to do much with Travis Kelsey. He just nope. says, go get in a spot. I'll find you. Mm-hmm. But these other guys, these McCole Hardmans and Demarcus, Demarcus Robinson. Robinson and even Sammy, Sammy. Watkins to, mm-hmm. to a certain degree, they need to be helped along. But his composure on the field... And he's already a champion, guys. He's already an MVP. He's already a oh, Super Bowl MVP. He did, however, finish second. So it's not a disappointing year for any reason in fantasy football. Yeah. But they tried like, to run the ball a little bit more this year, a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the duds. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. Um, and he throws. So. Sometimes he does make a couple questionable mm. throws there because he's so good. Yeah. I, I I remember being in high school and or, or like a couple years of college and like watching Brett Favre. And like Brett Favre was so awesome. He had this apex where he was just like unstoppable. But he, but because of that confidence, because he was so good, he's like, I can fit this ball in anywhere. And he would just do dumb stuff. You Doesn't know? he lead the NFL history in interceptions? He probably yeah. And it's but he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? Oh, you goodness, know, yeah. if he would have never gone to the Jets. But Mahomes, man, I just, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm watching. How it. many players could you say that about that? Ever played for the Jets? They just had uh, an outstanding All of them career. after Curtis Martin. <laughs> yeah, Curtis Martin is the only one. He's the last one. Curtis Martin. I don't know if he's the only one because you have Joe Namath, right? Yeah. He's not the only one for sure, but he's definitely the last one. Right. I don't know if anybody else would say that they were proud to be a J-E-T-S. But the only person I could think of that, like, when I think positively about their whole career at the Jets is, what's the cornerback? 
Dave, Darrell Revis? Yeah, oh my God. He, you couldn't throw on him, but yeah. Mark Sanchez was a quarterback. Yeah, but I'm just saying, <laughs> the only person I can think of, oh man, that guy, Curtis Martin, like you said, Darrell Revis, there's definitely no quarterbacks. Mm, Even besides though growing up as a kid, I'm, I'm besides, telling my age of Kenny O'Brien. Oh, I yeah. I just like sure. watching the Jets. Namath, for the, sure. The best Jets quarterback of my lifetime was Chad Pennington. Chad oh, Pennington. Dude, I still, I, I will never forget this, you guys. He was, he was right Alex there, Smith before Smith. Alex Smith. <laughs> right. I, I will never forget this. It was one of the most painful injuries I've ever seen in my life when Chad Pennington went down. Mm-hmm. And it essentially ended his career. And I don't know if anybody remembers this, but mm-hmm. I think they were playing the Bills. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, they were playing the Bills. It was in New Jersey. And he got sacked from the back. And he went down, he caught himself like this. Well, he had the ball like this. He caught himself like this with his hand and his fingers just went like Mm. all the way back. Mm. And that was his throwing hand. Essentially, that's really going to end your career. He had a couple of years after that, after he got rehabbed and stuff. But really, to begin with, he was Chad Pennington. Yeah. So they have a run of those. They're the same exact quarterback. Same exact quarterback. The the Chad Pennington's, the Mark Sanchez's. Didn't. Who played for them back in the day that could really sling it? Vinny Del Negro? No, that was that, that's. Oh my gosh! Sorry, that's this is not the basketball Vinny show. My apologies. <laughs> but Vinny Testaverde Vinny used Testaverde. to sling it too. He did. Um, he was forty years old, right? But and that was like you know, a big deal back then. Like it he's was forty. It was, and now and now well, look at he was like. 48 when he came to play for Carolina. <laughs> that, that's Carolina's <laughs> MO, though, it seems to be. Now you got people like Brady that are going to be playing until he's 50. Oh, God. So hope, Merrill's a huge gift. We'll, we'll get to that later. Okay. Hey, so, hey, hey, let me put in real quick. Please. Uh, you were right. It was against the Bills. Okay. That he got injured on. So before we move on from quarterbacks, okay. anything else you guys want to touch on at all as far as quarterbacks go? Oh, we haven't talked about Justin Herbert. Uh, Justin Herbert. Oh, we'll he get to we'll get to that. Huge. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. These are just the top five the top that five. we're going over. Okay. And if you want to throw in somebody that you think should have been in the top five, then perfectly okay. Justin Herbert was not top five, yeah. but he is definitely going to be talked about later on. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I can't think of a quarterback that people expected to be good that wasn't okay. serviceable. Anything like, else you wanted to say uh, about the five we've mentioned so far? No, nothing too much further. I would okay. say that the quarterback that fell the furthest from his draft position to final position is probably Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, right. for sure. You I don't know, even think that's close. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. All right, so let's move on. Uh, wide receivers or running backs? Which one do you guys want? Oh, do you want to talk about other quarterbacks first? We move on to the other positions? No, we're, we're just doing top five. Yeah, top five. We can talk uh, about everything else later. Running backs. Our mm-hmm. All right, this year? so number one overall with a bullet, strictly because of championship fantasy week number 16, would be Mr. Camario Alvin Kamara Holy himself. Moly. Okay? Holy so moly. he went from number three running back to the number one running back. Off of one game. Off of one game. Ridiculous. Okay. You get six touchdowns and 155 rushing yards. It's it's going to catapult you quite a few spaces. Four people who had to play that's, against him last week. That's 40. 50. 40, no, it was 64 points. Six, 64 total 64 points. total points. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so now, obviously, this isn't the s- scoring system, but in standard scoring, he's 45 points above Dalvin Cook. Yeah, it's probably two. it's probably uh, pretty close. That, but but that's that forty five point it didn't come from that one game. Yeah, he scored Ooh, that hurt. that much mm-hmm. in one game, right, but right. he was averaging sure. he was you know, being the number one running back over the course of the entire year. Right. That's yeah. in that's in PPR leagues. Yeah. All right. Even so, with a, a kind of those questionable weeks when Taysom Hill took over. 
where he just was useless, or yeah. La- uh, Latavius Murray was stealing it's, touchdowns, or Tayson Hill was stealing touchdowns. Is Tayson Hill the, the the future in New Orleans? I can't see him. I don't see the, it the, taking over for Drew I Brees. I, I mean, Drew Brees what... has got maybe one more year or two. It's not Jameis Winston. They no, draft oh God, no. Yeah, they've so, got to do something. But they, it's not Tayson Hill. Better. I think you know, the wide receivers are like it can't be Tayson Hill. Like, nah. like Michael Thomas is like, hey, when I get healthy, no. he cannot be a starting quarterback. No, no, no. I need my numbers. It cannot be Tayson Hill. But they've invested a lot of money in this guy, and watching those games. Games, I was like, yo, what is this? I, I felt yeah. like I was watching like You're gonna pay him and not Teddy Bridgewater? Southern Durham <laughs> play Hillside or something. I was like, yeah. what is this offense? What is mm-hmm. going on here with this mess? So being the number one running back, yeah. Kamara. Stats are uh 187 carries. Okay. Nine hundred and thirty two rushing yards for the number one running back in the NFL. I don't like okay. It. Sixteen rushing touchdowns. Yeah. And then he added 756 re- receiving yards on 87 catches yeah. and five touchdowns. Yeah. No, he's a beast. It's, it's, it's the touchdowns where he's really getting it. Right. Because I mean, if you look at overall yards, right. uh, you know, Dalvin Cook's got them. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, no. D- Derrick Henry has everybody in that. Uh, I'm talking about total yards. Yeah, rushing, oh, yeah, 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 right? yeah, totally. So Derrick Henry does not catch sure. football. He can't. No, right? no, no, no. <laughs> he no, cannot. But see, imagine if he could. Right. Oh my God! Holy moly. <laughs> so, do you guys remember? Do you remember? Go, think back to weeks twelve and thirteen when Drew Brees got hurt. Yeah. Went out and Taysom Hill started oh. for New Orleans. Oh. So before they figured it out, Kamara had thirteen and nine. Yeah. In back to back weeks. Yeah. So essentially, he's the number one running back with two weeks off, mm. because Taysom Hill did not target him at all. Right. He had one catch. The entire time and two targets that when Taysom Hill was the quarterback those first two. Taysom weeks. Hill can he can throw a comeback. That's about all he can do. And if the tight mm-hmm. end is like flares out, he can mm-hmm. do that. He can make it. Yeah. Other than that, he's worthless. Like he's a stud. The yeah. dude is a built oh, like a yeah. Greek god. Yeah. And as a little gadget guy, I love him. But mm-hmm. as a starting quarterback, he just he yeah, he hurt. He's a right handed, more athletic Tim Tebow, is what he is. Oh my. He can't throw the ball, right. really. Not it's far. not no, it's, and not well. Yeah, not well. And, and that's that was the problem with Taysom. Okay, so, so Kamara, um, Kamara, Kamara was just he oh. won a lot of people the fantasy championship because he oh, just sure. on, if, you, if you made it to championship week in championship with, with, week with Kamara, you won that game. Won. This, this is every fantasy. I'd love to hear the story of the person who got to the Super Bowl. Had Kamara and lost. So uh, you, 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 see, you don't I, hear that story because that didn't happen. <laughs> I almost did it. I wasn't in the Super Bowl, but I almost did it. I, if I would have started Miles Gaskin instead of Mike Davis, I would have beat Kamara in Week 16. Yeah, but he—that's a bad beat, man. You must have nothing else on your team <laughs> right. at that point. But so, everybody screwed you. Hmm. So with with Kamara though, so this guy. You wake up on Fantasy Football Championship Day. You're already excited. You, you're you like, I want to win this money. I want to... Oh, uh, money. Oh, okay, yeah, win the regular season. season. Yeah, yeah well, we can talk about that, too. So th- you wake up on Fantasy Football Championship Sunday as a fantasy player. You've put your brain power and your time and your emotions into 15 weeks to be in this position. And you look at your lineup. And you have Kamara, and you're like, okay, he's slated to get, let's just call it 20 points, 22 right. points, something like mm-hmm. that in a standard scoring a PPR league. And then you have the updates on your phone, and every five minutes, Kamara touchdown, Kamara touchdown, Kamara touchdown. I didn't have Kamara, and so I can't speak on how that feels. Any like fantasy memories of you guys that have 
that you have of something that happened to you like that on a championship week in fantasy? Because I know you pro- you have a fantasy football title, don't you, Dominic? Oh, yeah. So I have three fantasy football titles. Merrill has more uh, than maybe like six. Merrill's got a lot. And they so, all came a long time ago. It's been a long time. Since well, typically 2014 come, is the last time. So you're the Notre Dame of fantasy football. Well, <laughs> not that bad. They have no chance. That's another topic. They have no chance of winning anybody's oh, championship man. ever. Boy. They start letting Jim Bob and Pookie into to the school. But that's just not working. You got to get, get them big country boys that can't read. Yep. And yep. some cats from Miami, South Dade High. So I'll just say, like, <laughs> that's uh, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, yep. always I'm in a championship game. I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna quote, I'm gonna quote <laughs> Merrill here. Zero. I'm gonna quote Merrill here. It's a wrap. When he used to talk about Carolina <laughs> basketball, <laughs> we need some bros. <laughs> that's what Merrill used to say. We need some bros on this team. <laughs> and so what you're saying is Notre Dame needs some bros. And some gems. Some of those right. uh, corn fed. Yeah, uh, no, they all been going to Wisconsin. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right. So, can, so can, let me ask a question. Yeah, we go back to fantasy football. We we're talking about running backs, and we we're talking about how great uh, Kamara is. Where? What happened to the thousand yard rusher? It, uh, there's five. It went. That's it, it. You've got yeah Henry at uh, almost eighteen hundred yards. A lot. You've got Dalvin Cook at fifteen fifty seven. You got three that haven't even cracked eleven hundred, and then after that, nobody. Right. Yeah, five. Right. Yeah, it's a bunch of committees. Well, like- that's I think I think workload is one because you don't have the LTs and stuff like that that you used to the thirty five carries, thirty carries, right. stuff like that. Derrick Henry is that right. he got thirty two carries a couple weeks ago. They're not people that are built like that. <laughs> but man. no, there's not people that are built like that anymore. Plus, I think that introduction of the passing, the receiving back. Has really taken over because there's more value in that. There's more value in a running back that can catch it. Like, you know, give him 10, 15 touches instead of 30. Like, CMC and Mike Davis. The the committee is where it really hurts. You look at Cleveland, they've got one of the top offensive lines, the top running games in the entire league. But they're splitting that work between Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah, so and those guys are both top ten. But neither, neither one of them is going to get to a thousand. Yeah, so that way you don't have to pay them. I mean, I think this has a lot to do with like it's the running back has been devalued. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm Minnesota, I know we're we'll going to talk about this another time. But like Dalvin Cook, great running back, but a little gimpy. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, sure. And he's coming up for a contract extension. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saquon Barkley, I'm a Giants fan. Yeah, Love him. man. We'll I don't want to sign him. I don't want to sign him. Yeah, you don't need I to. That. I would never spend money at running back. But it, but ever. it seems like it's the easiest position to replace. It you is. To get yeah. somebody Let's in the get fifth another round. Dude. Yeah, they, yeah. And, and just you have three that are coming out of the ACC, just the ACC that I can think of right off the top of my head that could be first round picks that you can replace that with. You got mm-hmm. Michael Carter, you mm-hmm. got Javante Williams, and you got Travis Etienne. Yeah, just right there, you can replace that guy. Run him to day four years. But see, get him out of there. Minnesota didn't pay AP when he came up on his contract. They, they paid him the once. First time. They paid him once. Paid him once, but that's it. Yep, I so, get that. I don't so, blame so. Yeah, they take too much wear and tear. But can we talk about, the, speaking of ACC running backs, can we talk about the fantasy resiliency of one Giovanni Bernard? Oh, <laughs> oh man. He wasn't the even Gio. being drafted. Drafted in the 13th round. He's the 26th. He, wasn't, he was only drafted in PPR fantasy. leagues. Yeah. Yeah, but still. I Absolutely. Mean, and, or as an emergency number two quarter, uh, uh, running back. And he'll yeah. get you 20 points. Yeah. Because he'll catch the ball eight times. And, and, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and there's a chance that he's going to. You know, Crack Sneak a touchdown. Return, absolutely. Or, you know, absolutely. Uh, hey, I've seen it happen. Yeah, exactly. That, that punt return he had against NC State was one of my favorite yes. things in the history of the world. I, I fell in love with him in that game. Oh, man. And the, <laughs> the call by Jones Angel. Yes. Epic stuff. Okay, so talking about committees. 
So looking at the top five list. So the top five list goes as such. Dalvin okay. Cook. No, okay. uh, sorry, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Committee light with Latavius Murray. Sure. I don't think you can really call Matt, that a Matt's... true committee. There was a point in time during the season that Latavius was probably getting 30% of the carries, 35% of the carries. Oh, Kamara. Oh, yeah. Latavius does have 656 I uh, know, this is what I'm saying. How many carries right? does he have? How many carries? Uh, I don't have that in front of me. Okay, because Kamara has 187. So he you basically find out... became Mark Ingram. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about him, too. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So well, you got Dal- so, so you got Alvin Kamara, committee ish. I guess he had 187 carries. If if Latavius had 100 carries, you can call him committee. Yeah. Okay. So then you have uh, second on that list is Dalvin Cook. Let's just be honest. There is no committee there. No. Alexander Madsen is serviceable when he was in there. That one start where people started him, and, and then he shit the bed. He really um, did. And then you have Mike Boone. I think God. is the next guy up, and uh, he was actually pretty good for the half. And then again, he wasn't fantasy relevant at all. Uh, so, he lost yeah, somebody yeah, last year. You, if you, you're not starting any other running no, backs no, no. Uh, from Minnesota. No, not at all. Cook. All right. So no. then third is Derrick Henry. So no committee there. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. But Kamara, let's go back to him real quick. Not a thousand yards. Okay. Not a thousand yards. Didn't need it. All right. So he was the number one back in a committee. Number one, Der- Dalvin Cook. No committee. Number two back, 1,555 yards or 57 yards. Derrick Henry, no committee. Had seventeen hundred and seventy-seven yards. He'll get okay. two, I hope he gets two thousand today. We'll see. And dude, he only had nineteen catches for one hundred and fourteen yards. So yeah. as we touched yeah. on a little while ago, that's not catchable. All yeah. right. So then you got the number four overall running back. I love this one. Undrafted <laughs> free Jamal. agent James, James Robinson. Robinson. James Robinson. Okay. And James Robinson, one hundred and million percent not a committee. Dude had two hundred and forty carries, right? Which is third behind Henry and Dalvin Cook. So he, he got on, hurt he, right last week. Okay. He played last week. So he was undrafted across all of fantasy mm-hmm. football. He was drafted ninth overall in the third round. Oh, the really? ADP. Yeah. Wow. He was not drafted in Hoofnagel for sure. No, he um, was not. But what I was saying is he was undrafted out of college. He is the okay. first undrafted free agent to have a thousand yards. Probably makes ten dollars an hour, dude. I'm sitting here telling you. Yeah, um, got a really favorable contract. Oh, he's getting he's getting ready to make some money though because yeah. they did not shy away from using him. There yeah. was no split in this committee. There was no anything, and That's, they need a strong running back. To oh yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Next and year. he was just so fun to watch. So freaking fun! To Are they going to take? Well, wait a minute. Well, yes. You you actually watch Jacksonville games? <laughs> let me, let me I don't you. have enough time in my life to be watching. Bad let me football. tell you. Let me tell you something funny now. So I was sitting there watching watch. fantasy football, watching football on a Sunday, talking to Merrill. This was probably about four weeks ago. We were sitting there texting, and I said, "You know what? My favorite part about fantasy football is this year is waking up knowing that in the league that really matters to both of us, mm-hmm. right? The the one that we want to win the most, and it's pretty consensus that." I don't have to worry about who I start at my running back position because I had Aaron Jones, who is a surefire. If you start him, if you sit him, then oh, he's legit. You better have Henry Kamara, yeah. Dalvin Cook, and James Robinson. Sure, you had the number four and number five in fantasy football. And so, so earlier in the season, that, you're sitting pretty. And yeah. er- earlier yeah, in the season, it. I had Josh Jacobs. Oh, so yeah. there was three weeks that I didn't start. James Robinson, mm. because I had to start. Because if you have Josh Jacobs, you got to start, start Josh Jacobs at least the first couple of weeks. Because this dude gets thirty carries a game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if you have Josh, you got to start Josh. But I was zero and three, and then I made a trade. I traded Josh Jacobs for Tyler Lockett, mm-hmm. and then started James Robinson. Started not having the the question of who do I sit today, James Robinson or Josh Jacobs. Instead of having to do that, I woke up with the confidence, and I just. Had the two in my starting lineup because we didn't have a flex position. 
It's two running backs. Was yeah. was that the league you had Mike Davis as well? No. Okay. That the league I had Mike Davis is yeah. the league he had CMC. Uh-huh. So oh, that, it, that had to hurt. But having two of the I top to, five is a good feeling to I wake had, up to every oh, sure. season. I had to sure. work those lineups. Man. Yeah, I know, Meryl. But you still you still Oh, my uh, team was still nasty. Let's go ahead and talk about James Robinson since we're down to James Robinson. And then we'll skip back up to Derrick Henry. Okay? okay. So we'll actually save Derrick Henry for last because that's fun. All right, so James Robinson, as I said, undrafted rookie. Where was he out of? Dom, can you tell me where where he went to college? Give me a second. I, I can't even. I honestly can't even remember where he went to college. I never heard of Illinois Texas State. State. Illinois State. Illinois State. Okay. okay. Uh, no, that's Darren Jones. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Illinois State. Okay, so Illinois. undrafted out of Illinois State. That's got to be a Division two school. What city is Illinois State in? I'm gonna guess play. that it's in Springfield. That would be my guess. It doesn't say because it doesn't it's a say. state college and that's yeah. the capital. So you would think. That because Chicago has so many universities, yeah. it might be it might just be another one of those. But this kid yeah, does not get any kind of recognition coming out in the draft. Oh, he's meat potatoes. I don't yeah. even remember them talking about him in the combine. Yep. And then he just comes out <coughs> and then just starts running the ball, and they just keep giving it to him and giving it to him, and he just yep. keeps producing. Yeah. And so you have somebody that, as I was saying, I had trouble starting. So what do you do in that position, Marilyn? What do you do if you have somebody that you know is going to get 25 to 30 carries in Josh Jacobs and somebody that is proven and somebody that is going to get probably about the same that is unproven and he's a rookie and he plays for Jacksonville? Yeah, it depends on who they're playing. I, I always look at matchups no matter who I have. Even if I have – I don't play around with the studs. So like the known studs, I play on so no the Christian. What, no matter oh, absolutely. the matchup for is sure. terrible. But somebody like James Robinson until he proves himself, I'm just going to look at the matchup and say, who's he playing? Who's my other guy that I got going? But what did I do? What did I do line? after I started starting James Robinson? Oh, man, you ran oh. – you had a crazy hot streak, man. Ten in a row. Crazy hot streak because you could count on volume – Yes. Which is all nine times out of ten is going to. Yep. Tar- targets and opportunities. Targets and opportunities, man. So yep. uh, James Robinson had the target, had the targets. He let's look at his stats. He finished at 301. Uh, let's just call it 302 fantasy points. OK. And this is, again, full point PPR. I mean, he had a thousand seventy rushing yards with seven touchdowns on 240 carries. OK. And he had 49 catches for 344 and three. OK. So it's respectable. Yeah. Yeah. He had a good Number year. Four. So out of everybody on this list. He was four net. Okay. Out of everybody on this list. So you have Dalvin Cook had 44 catches for 361 and one. And he's perceived as a better receiving back than James Robinson. There's still something about him where I just don't want to draft him. Who, Dalvin Cook? I don't think I ever wanted to draft him. That's Kiosha's boy. We'll let him have her, have him. It's the, it's the, I don't trust that knee. I I know. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. In the ACC, like he might be. I was sitting there thinking about we were having this conversation one day, I think, in our group chat. Like, how many really great running backs has the ACC produced? Like, Hall of Fame ACC running backs. There aren't really any good ones. There aren't any great Hall of Fame running backs from the ACC. Was Don McCauley or Amos Lawrence, are they in the Hall of Fame for any reason? Because those would be the two that came to mind. Like, the best we could have is Tiki Barber. Tiki out of Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. Are we talking recent history? Because I mean, all history. Go, back, go back 30, 40 years. Who's the oh. best ACC running back? Well, ever? okay, so you're not yeah, counting. Yeah, yeah. So you're we're wanting that you're wanting them to be in the yeah, true justice. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't go <laughs> and they they would have had to have been in the ACC when they played for 100%. that team. Okay, there aren't any. Yeah, Warwick scratch, Dunn. You can scratch scratch Duke off. Yeah. Warwick Dunn was good though. You in the Hall of Famer? No, he wasn't Hall of Famer. Tiki Tiki's probably in the Hall of Famer. We don't produce Hall of Fame running backs. Is Tiki Hall of Famer? 
No. Will he be? No. Too many fumbles? Didn't do anything. Won a Super Bowl? No, he did. No? I thought he did. Uh-uh. Did a Super Bowl? He left. No, he, he left, left the year before. He left the year before. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about Took that. Took it to them 19, 18 and 0. <laughs> so, Dalvin Cook, is, a, is he the best ACC running back? And he's still oh. not going to play that long. He's going to be like Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles. He's really oh, great for a few yeah. years. The dude, I saw this thing yesterday. Jamal Charles is 34 years old. Yeah, he just sure. turned 34. Wow. He's been washed for 10 years. 10? I mean, I'm, I'm not that long. Well, I'm exaggerating. Okay. But think about it. I mean, we don't produce running backs. No. Not hard. Where did Jamal Famer? Charles play? I don't know. Like Texas or something? Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He played in Texas. No, I can't but think of it. But that's Dalvin Cook, beast, really great. It would have to be Dalvin Cook but at in this 20, point. in 2023, people would be like, what happened to Dalvin Cook? Do you remember him? I hope not. I guarantee this is going to happen. I didn't like him in college. We'll see. We just don't produce running backs. It's, no. it's funny. I was yeah. sitting there thinking, I was like, man, we don't have a great ACC running back in my lifetime. Meanwhile. That I can remember that went to the NFL and just killed it. The last one, the the, the one that was supposed to be great was C.J. Spiller. Sure. Yeah. Well, Frogs. meanwhile, on Alabama's yeah. roster a couple years ago, you had T.J. Yeldon, Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, and Alvin Kamara all on the Alabama roster at one yeah. point in time in history. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. We just that's so. just not with the ACC. I don't even know what do we yeah. know. What's the ACC known for? Like what do we produce? Offensive linemen or something? Uh, Carolina produces uh, offensive linemen, yeah. tight ends, linemen, tight ends. Yeah, tight yeah. ends. Um, we just, uh, wide receivers, d- defensive linemen. For yeah, sure. defensive linemen. Yeah. 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 yeah, and it's I don't really. And you wouldn't say quarterbacks either because what Matt Schaub, Charlie Ward, Chris Wanky, I mean, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. Uh, hey, look, we can talk about him too. Sorry. All right, hey, hey, quick note. Yeah, Illinois State is in normal. They're FCS Division One. They are in the Missouri. What were James Robinson's stats in his senior year? Anybody want to find those? We'll come back to it in a little bit. All right, because we're still on running back. So let's go to Aaron Jones. So Aaron Jones is Mr. Consistency, right? As far as you, this dude's going to get you 20 points a game in fantasy. I'm super surprised that he did well because there was no way you could expect him to repeat what he did in 2019. He didn't repeat necessarily, but he didn't disappoint. But he didn't disappoint. He was the quarter, he was a running back three last year. I, I stayed away from him yeah, because I was yeah, like, there's sure. no way yeah. that he's going to do have all the touchdowns again. Well, with Jamal Williams, you wouldn't think so because Jamal Williams hawked some of those. Jamal Williams right. had a damn good year. He, I think Jamal Williams finished probably just outside the running back two position, so you're talking somewhere in between the 25 and 36 mm-hmm. range or something like that. And he was a very serviceable. Aaron Jones went oh. down for a few weeks yeah. and because Aaron Jones played... I don't know. I think he played 14 weeks. He did? Okay. I just get weeks. nervous when somebody has an unbelievable year like that sure. out of the blue. Sure. And then I'm like, I can't draft in the next year. Green Bay has that. You you have an advantage being a Green Bay running back because you have Aaron Rodgers. Right. Or go back to Amon Green. He wasn't oh. the best running back, but the Batman had Brett Favre yeah. to protect him. And then you had, what, Sterling Shepard and... Who was that guy who just caught touchdowns? Yeah. He used to wear the hoodie. The white guy, Jordy Nelson. No, no, he was a beast too. Um, and people slept on him. But no, there was a guy who was a wide receiver. Maryland. And he wore a hoodie. I know, every man. Game. And I can't and think sucked. of this to save my life. But he caught touchdown. But he caught touchdown after touchdown. I'm sorry, people okay. going on these tangents. So, but. James, by the way, James Robinson, senior year at Illinois State, 1,899 wow. yards. Uh, 126.6 yards per game, 18 rushing touchdowns. Wow. 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 What did, did he have? Did it say receiving stats there? 1900 uh, yards on the ground. Uh, wow. In college? He had he had a 297 yard game against against Southeastern Missouri. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Undrafted, huh? It, it, 
they're Illinois looking, State. They're not looking at FCS schools. Was, There's so many good but, players that are coming out of the FCS. So now. the question is, did he get invited or go to the combine? I'm sure he did. Because you're, you're just, getting beyond my my research. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I, I'm sure. I'm I, sure he did. I'm but just it was wondering like, because like, uh, we'll just we'll just pick about later. Yeah, I mean, because FCS is what it is. Now, there's some Hall of Famers that have come from FCS schools. Jerry Rice came from an FCS school. Uh, Terrell he, Owens came from an FCS school. He's not in the Hall of Fame yet, I don't think. But the he, Yeah. Yes, he is. is he? The, okay. So he's the second best receiver of all time. Yeah. Not the first. Yeah. Well, Randy Moss says he's says he's well, second. <laughs> Jerry I'm, Rice is third. I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey, he's up there. Those, yeah, those three. Ted, what can you say about Randy Moss? I love T.O., man. I love all three of those guys. Yeah. So Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, T.O., I love all those guys. All right, let's just leave Aaron Jones. He Mr. Consistency, 1,062 yards, eight touchdowns, 43 catches, 312 for two. Yeah. Just solid. Just solid. He's not going to lose you a game. He'll win you plenty. He's not going to lose you a game. He's an every week start. Plug him in your lineup. There's no if, ands, or buts about how, it. How many championship squads do you think had David Montgomery? Oh gosh, in the dude. starting lineup. Oh, met a few. You know, he was the sit. He was running back six on the year. Right. Yeah. yeah on the year. He had a huge surge the last yeah. four or five weeks. Right. With oh, I mean, they played Houston. Yeah. So everybody has a huge surge when they play yeah, Houston. But he just looked like a different guy. Yeah. Bitsky came back after whatever they've tried quarterback wise this year. When Mitch Trubisky came back, it looked like he actually had a better grasp on the offense. Mm -hmm. It looked like he was spreading the ball around more. They let him actually run more, which I think opened up the the David Montgomery situation because yeah. David Montgomery, man, over the last couple weeks of the fantasy season, it was unbelievable. Dude had, I think, Couldn't four or five him. touchdowns in Couldn't the last two weeks. Yeah, it was unbelievable. All right, so now let's talk about the Yeti himself. The beast among all of these running backs, Derrick Henry. Mm. Okay, so we were having this key, this uh, conversation with Kiasha in the studio yesterday or last week. Dre and I were. I'm not saying anything. Obviously, I don't know anything. Nobody's told me anything. There's no speculation. But this dude looks to see seems to have the Barry Bonds syndrome, where he gets bigger and bigger every time you see him on, <laughs> see him on TV. And I was telling Kiyasha, I wonder what his shoe size was. I want to know what his helmet size is. From when he <laughs> left college to now. Because I've never seen a bigger human being on the skill position side of... There's not a tight end that you can say that's bigger than Derrick Henry that I can think of. Would be... Shannon wasn't that big. But He, like, he reminds but, me of Christian Okoye. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. right. a, a linebacker playing Correct. Yeah. running back. Smash right into it. It's the yeah. height, too. He's 6'3". Uh, yeah. I remember, uh, what's the guy who played for the Giants? Brandon Jacobs. Oh, gosh, Big boy. Like that. that was your boy so, in Madden. Yeah, but he was nothing like Derrick Henry. No, so no. Derrick Henry, so let's just do the stats real quick because this is stiff the easy arms, part. These classic stiff arms that he has. Oh, <laughs> no, I, yeah, ask my boy Josh. Oh, so <laughs> we're we're going to talk about that in one second. So Derrick Henry, 410 fantasy points. He had 344 carries, which is astronomical in today's football, which we the just The Titans about. are getting all of that investment. They're like, 17, we spent a lot of money on this guy. 1777. Yeah. That's how many yards he has. Yeah. So far. There's one game left. Oh, 15, yeah. 15 touchdowns. And as we said, 19 catches, 114 yards, and zero touchdowns. If this guy could learn how to catch the freaking football. Yeah, Barney Rubble hands, man. It would <laughs> happen. It would be absolutely the most ridiculous thing anybody's ever seen on a football field. Could you imagine having to try and tackle him? No, TV on a wheel route, dude. Oh. So look, it's when you mm. these are the those are the times on a football field 
when you make business decisions. Derrick Henry coming at you and you're in open field and you are tasked with tackling Derrick Henry. Yeah. It's a thing that you don't want to have to do. And what I was saying last week is if Ray Lewis is running at you and Derrick Henry running at you, I'd still rather get hit by Derrick Henry, but I don't want to get hit by either one of those guys. Right. Mm-hmm. They're the same. They look the same, yeah. except Ray Lewis is probably three inches shorter yeah. than Derrick Henry. Yeah. And this dude, I don't know what it is, but he can't be stopped. That stiff arm that he threw on Josh Norman, I don't know if it ended his career. <laughs> um, I just know that we haven't seen him since. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Dom watches Buffalo football, so Dom, have we? do we have Josh Norman sightings? <laughs> He's out there, but he, is he? he what, what we haven't done is we haven't heard from Josh. We Ryan see him, but we we don't hear him speak. Well, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's just like to me, State beat Carolina in basketball last week, and you're not hearing a lot from State fans, and it's the same kind of thing for me. You can't talk if you get pushed. Sorry, <laughs> if you get thrown like that, because right. a couple of years ago we beat State by 50-something, and so you can't really have a conversation right. after that. You're not even in the same conversation. It's right. like Derrick Henry and Josh Norman. Josh Norman's what, 6'1"? Six, six I don't know. Probably 2'10". Yeah, he did something to him. And I there mean, was a guy last year. Put him in that, the corner. That, that epic 99-yard run. Oh, my gosh. He stepped on some dude from Jacksonville. It looks very similar. Right. I think Josh Norman got more hang time. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think he got a better score from the yeah. Russian judge yeah. on that one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You got to tackle that guy low. You got to go in with your shoulder. At the ankles. And, and hit him at the ankles. And that way, if you miss, nobody nobody thinks the less of you. Yeah. Yeah. But people definitely think the less of you if you get thrown seven yards. No, he could have won a long jump competition. I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> it was I, unbelievable. I, I liken him to, to Eddie George. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's also like the same team, Dre. Yeah. More upright. High knees, but he's just bigger. He's bigger. Yeah. He's bigger. Eddie was. I mean, big. Eddie, like, Eddie George was every bit of two twenty five. Well, Eddie he was when you that tall. It's like Eric Dickerson. Like, yes, when yeah. you're that tall. Well, see, it just stands out when you're taller than the linebacker. Eddie was great. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie was, was fantastic. Yeah, he's a Hall of Fame running back. They ran him to death. Too, yeah, though. they he did. Eight nine years. They yeah, ran him to death they, they certainly left. did. And three hundred forty four carries. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. So before we sign off here, fellas, we would we would be remiss. If we did not say this before we got off the air, go to rate oh. and review us. Yes. Um, you, you could go to J Schmo Sports at Twitter and at Instagram and on Facebook and LinkedIn. Download, subscribe, listen to us on, on Apple, on iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. Google. You can also mm-hmm. subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click that little bell. You'll click, see every time uh, we yeah, have a click, new episode. Click the bell. Turn mm-hmm. on the notification right. so you're notified anytime right. we post uh, any new content there. Our our social media handles are J Schmo Sports. Everywhere you find us. J-S-C-H-M-O Sports. Sports. We are also on the web at www.joeschmosportshow.com. That's right. Where you can find all of our information as well as our web blog. Yeah, so just make sure you rate, subscribe, review. All right, fellas, I guess that'll wrap it up for today. Um, Again, thank you guys for coming. It's been a great pleasure having the Commission Merrill Holloway. And until next time, folks, we are the Schmos. We'll see you. Cut to the theme music. (laughs) 